Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Ube Dakhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sounds good? Okay, here we go. Today I'm very excited to introduce you to Catherine Llewellyn. How are you doing, Catherine? And where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> I am very well, thank you. I am in Wales in the UK. And uh, Wales is a big place. I'm in a very rural part of Wales. I'm surrounded by hills and big skies and a lot of sheep. Sounds peaceful. <laughs> it is peaceful, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Catherine Llewellyn is a master humanistic practitioner, helping successful entrepreneurs, execs and business owners launch themselves to the next level of their lives. She's also a self-mastery catalyst, humanistic psychologist, type A wrangler, writer, podcaster, free thinker, intuitive healer, conscious dancer, executive mentor, organizational transformation strategist, and a cat lover. <laughs> Couldn't miss that one. So I think your mission to how and why to elevate your life is just remarkable. So I'm very thankful I can talk to you today, Catherine. Thank you so much. Wonderful. So let's dive right in. So first thing I'd like to know is who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? My ideal client is, is a lot to do with where that person is in their life and their state of readiness for some sort of transformative experience. So that really means somebody who has sorted out the basics of life already. So they're not in crisis. They're in a good place. They're, they're successful. And They, they haven't decided just to stay there. They've decided that they would actually like to, in a creative way, go further. So it's not the person who's in crisis who needs to be fixed. It's not the person who hasn't yet created what they want to create and who needs help getting up there. It's the third category of person who, for no reason other than the fact that they really want to, they don't have to, they want to grow. And these people usually are very involved with some sort of very important mission for them, whether it's running a business, whether it's a project, whether it's a charity, whatever it may be, they're, they're involved in something that really matters to them and they know what that is and they're doing it for the good of the whole to a large extent. I tend to attract people and like to work with people who, are, um, who feel they're making a contribution, that's what they want to do. So those are the sorts of people I really love to work with. And those are the people who get most results from working with me as well, seems to be the case over the years. And what are the common mistakes? Uh, uh, before we go to the mistakes, let's just uh, highlight uh, what are some of the challenges uh, they experience uh, you know, when, when they start working with you? I would say that these people are highly individual, so their challenges are highly, highly variable. But a couple of things they tend to have in common... One is they are, because a lot of them are quite nonconformist in the sense that they're prepared to think for themselves. So a lot of them are grappling with um, being in a culture and perhaps being surrounded by other people who find that difficult, who would rather they were a bit more predictable, a little bit more ordinary. 
because that's easier to manage, to be around. So for those people, that can be a challenge. How do I keep staying true to that without getting sucked into the fact that somebody over here would rather I sort of dumb myself down a little bit? So that's one issue those people have. Another issue a lot of these people have is they often tend to be quite intuitively empathetic. You know, if they're quite conscious people, which they often are, what that means that when there's suffering around them, they feel it. And at the moment, there's a lot of people uh, still carrying the shadow of the suffering of the last few years, either on their own behalf or on behalf of people who they love. And so for leaders particularly, and people who who are responsible for the care of a lot of people, that's a very, very difficult thing to carry and and to respond to without sort of um, automatically switching into a mechanistic, let's try and control the hell out of this problem situation. You know, Mm -hmm. how can I stay human, keep feeling this without being overwhelmed by it? So those are a couple of common things that come through. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Thank you for, for the explanation. And so, uh, assuming we're still all human, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What are common mistakes uh, your clients then uh, typically make when trying to solve that kind of problem? I'm not really sure how to answer that question. I'm just asking myself why that is, because there must be an answer to that. Um, <laughs> I know what it is. I know what it is. I know what it is. I think that the, the biggest mistake that not everybody makes is to believe that they have to think it through and solve it by themselves and that they must not ask for help with it because because they think they've got to be strong on behalf of everybody else, which is true, but they equate being strong with uh, not asking for help. And and I think that's the biggest mistake that, that, that can be made. Absolutely. That is, I think, the effect uh, has that uh, they, they got stuck to some extent and... Uh, then uh, they're happy to have someone just like you to help them get over that, right? <laughs> it could be, or it could be their partner, it could be their friend. Yeah. It could yeah. be their meditation guru. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And by the way, I also recognize that because I'm, you know, a modern woman. And someone reminded me earlier today that, that uh, I, when I was born, Margaret Thatcher was in power, or very soon after I was born. And she was a whole role model of women have to be everything and be able to do everything and be strong in everything. So there's a whole generation of women who've grown up believing they have to be really tough and not ask for help. And, of course, there's a lot of men with that same culture. So I've also experienced that thing of believing I cannot ask for help because if I'm asking for help, I'm letting everybody down, which I, I now know is not true, right, but I yeah. also recognize that. I think it's also the the point coming to that realization, I think, is also very helpful to even understand, oh, I can seek out for help. So so yeah. there is help out there. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that uh, these insights already. So before I ask Catherine, what is one valuable free um, action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. If you are enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So, Catherine, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that? I would say listening to podcasts is a really good thing to do because you can search for whatever you want. Anything you can think of, there's a podcast about it or an episode about it. And then if you find somebody you really enjoy, 
listening to and you find them really valuable, you can listen to them on multiple different podcasts. And I do that. I follow people round and round the world as they appear on different podcasts because I can get, I can soak myself in the wisdom that's there. And a beautiful thing with podcasts, the, the podcast hosts do not know you're listening. So they can't call you up and say, you listen to my podcast. Would you like a discovery call? You know, they can't do that. So you, you, it's a private thing in your, it's your own private business. And I, it, that's one of the things I love about the podcasting media. It's a beautiful drip feed of incredible wisdom that you can just tap into. So that's the immediate thing. Like your your podcast, my podcast, you know, there are many others. <laughs> well, thank you for saying that. And yay to more power to the diversity of podcasts. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I've had people contact me and say, Catherine, I've been listening to your podcast for six months. My life's completely changed. I've gone, wow, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> yeah. So now let's go to... Um, also, I want to share. Uh, I want to give you the opportunity to share where people can find you, but also what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that might help with that, but also in a broader sense. I, I've mentioned my podcast already. That's where I recommend people go, um, because in today's world, that's such a good way to soak up wisdom and nourishment and encouragement. But also, if somebody might be looking for some sort of help, the sort of help I might give, it's a fantastic way to find out a lot about me and my energy and my sort of vibe and the way my mind works without taking the risk of actually ringing me up. So, you know, you can decide later to ring me up once you've listened to that. And so it's called Truth and Transcendence. And the and is the squiggly ampersand. And the idea is that when we find and connect with our truth, then we can transcend if we want to. So I really invite people to do that. And yeah, you, yeah, you know, the ahead. podcast is also the free resource. You know, it, it, I, yes. I don't do sort of the gift thing because everyone says, do a gift thing, do a short course, give it away. I'm thinking, well, am I interested in those things? Not really. So why do I think my listeners will be? So I, I don't really do that. But the podcast is my gift. I understood. Well, thank you for sharing and uh, this beautiful gift. <laughs> so, uh, Catherine, what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? Oh, my goodness. Um, well, I don't know if it would be a great value to the audience, but it would, might be interesting. So if you, would, if you were to ask me what it is that really matters to me, in my life and how I found out about that, that, that might be an interesting question. So um, would you please ask me that question and then I'll respond. Yes, please, <laughs> please answer. <laughs> okay. Um, at this point in my life, hmm. what really matters to me is, is a couple of things. One being, am I living my life uh, in alignment with my own truth? Am I doing that? And um, when I'm when I'm doing that, I feel that that's the most respectful way for me to live in terms of expressing gratitude for the gift of my life, you know, that I should live life in that way. And the other part of it for that is, am I then in service to the whole? Am I actually contributing something in service to the whole? So th those two things are really important to me. And I think how I discovered those was by all the way through my life, periodically questioning how satisfied I was in my life 
you know, how satisfied am I right now in my life? And the more I kept asking myself that question, the more the answer shifted from uh, answers that were really about, am I happy? Am I comfortable? Am I secure? And gradually it shifted until the answers are more about, is my life meaningful? Am I fulfilled? So that process of, of having a question like that, that we ask ourselves repeatedly throughout life, we find the quality of our answers to that question evolve over time. So I would really recommend to anybody listening to choose a question like that. You may already have one. Choose a question like that and then consciously ask yourself that question once a year, once a month, once a quarter, every day, whatever feels right. And just notice how the answers that come from within you shift and evolve over time. Because that's you're then in a beautiful state of inquiry. And of course, inquiry is what leads to wisdom and liberation and creativity. Hmm. Well, very insightful. Thank you for sharing. And of course, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's also very powerful. And I like the concept of the quality of a question uh, that can get better over time, just like good wine does, right? <laughs> so. Exactly. Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Wonderful. So this brings me over to my final question. It's a personal one. Uh, when was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? I think I have had repeated goosebumps recently in relation to my brother, who is who's recently bought a house that was... Uh, severely neglected before he bought it. So it was like a uh, an abused child. You know, it's like a really sad state. And uh, I went to see him recently and walked into his house and he said, Catherine, I'd like you to walk into the kitchen and I'd like you to turn and look down the long room that you can see from the kitchen. And I walked into the kitchen and said, oh, this is nice. This is different. It's really nice. You've painted it. And I walked in, I turned and looked down the living room. And I definitely got goosebumps at what I saw at the other end of the living room, which was the most beautiful, large window, which the last time I saw it, it was like scrappy and with holes in it. And the wind was whistling in. And I looked at it and it was completely rebuilt and it was gleaming and it was looking out onto a garden which was mown and there were trees that had been taken down and there was flowers coming out and the whole thing was so beautiful and I knew he had done all of this by himself with his own hands using materials he'd found around the property abandoned around the property so he'd turned all this abandoned energy into this beautiful thing which made me want to walk in and sit down and just be in this beautiful atmosphere. And I, you know, I go, whoa, my God, that's just incredible. Well, this is incredible. So now we have to go there. (laughs) 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 This is amazing. So thank you for sharing this, this absolutely beautiful goosebumps moment and uh, this, this vibrant, uh, sharing this vibrant experience with us and also thank you Catherine for our conversation it was a pleasure talking to you and appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today thank you so much for the opportunity it's been a delight it was my pleasure thank you for listening and as always energizing results to you and your thanks for listening 
If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.